Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Miles Lewis, who is the Chief Revenue Officer at Myriad. Hey, Miles, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. Miles, I'm excited to talk to you. I mean, just to give people a little bit of understanding of what Myriad is doing, they are the leading in content advertising and established computer vision and AI powered platform company. That technology is built on Academy Award winning entertainment technology. And they have over 29 patents and they are working around the world at this point in key markets, specifically US, China, UK, France, and Germany. And I would say that Myriad is part of that next generation of AI that's really starting to shift the advertising landscape. And so I'm excited to get into that, Miles. But before we go there, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Thank you. Um, so you look back at the uh, at my, the start of my career, very magazine led. I was um, actually working on campaign magazine in the UK. Oh. Um, yeah. And then um, got very interested in the actual um, ads themselves, ended up at IPC and then eventually National Magazine Company, which is obviously Hearst. Um, just before the millennium, took a year out traveling the world and came back. And whilst I was away, it was, it was a, one of those astonishing moments you have in your life where um, a friend of mine in in Sydney, in Australia, opened her WAP-enabled Nokia phone and booked me a hotel room. And this was in 2000. And I was kind of a bit blown away by this, that, that, that A, you get the internet. I mean, you know, the internet was pretty new in the UK on a, on a laptop or a computer. But she, the fact she booked me a hotel room on her phone so i came back and immediately thought well well this is this is this is astonishing you know what's happening if it's happening in australia and i realized we were quite a long way behind because australia jumped that because of the geography of the country so we were a bit behind um but having spoken to some ex-clients and actually at that time the ex-marketing director of l'oreal she said um give aol a call so i i looked up aol started my digital career in 2001 at aol then went to Yahoo, had some time there, and then actually got tapped up for a great role at Last FM, um, oh, wow. pre-Spotify, amazingly, and just before and just um, post the sale to to CBS for two hundred eighty million. Nice, and nice. it was a fascinating uh, moment that where you could stream anything you wanted. Obviously, the music industry was going through a massive change. Spotify was coming on. Napster had gone legal, having been you know taken through the courts. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that cbs integrated across its platforms and then it was always the year of the mobile wasn't it do you remember the remember the yeah it was always the year of the mobile and um i was actually in can funny enough as it's come as it's coming up and um was introduced to a board member of shazam and um the following february i joined shazam for uh, the most fantastic ride actually uh, as we launched different products we had qr codes on tv screens before qr codes were even thought about yeah. on tv screens uh, we were using the audio link. We put QR, we put Shazam codes on on products, so we were linking to products. There's a lot of projects that that ran at, at Shazam at the time, way before the what's happening in the mainstream now. 
Um, Apple purchased the company. I then looked at the next bit of the market that I thought was interesting was VR mm-hmm. um, and ended up at Melody VR before, funnily enough, did the full circle and purchased Napster. <laughs> so that's all kind of become, become a full circle. Um, and at that time, um, I then I then um, joined Myriad. And you know, the, the fundamental part of this is it's becoming increasingly difficult to, to, to target audiences and to reach audiences and to write, find the right people. We all ad block, we all ad skip. So for me, it was a, it was a fantastic technology. You're taking the computer vision, the AI engine out of this a minute. It's all about reaching consumers. Yeah. And we have a platform for that. Well, it's incredible to listen to you talk, Miles, about your background, because you really have seen it from the old world of media all the way through to kind of some of these like ways that are truly reinventing it. And strangely enough, actually, I was part of the team that built the campaign magazine's first website. <laughs> so <laughs> so to take you way back there, but I remember making that website very, very clearly. Well, that was, that was way before my time. I, mean, I literally built a yeah. spreadsheet to sell inserts <laughs> so there you go <laughs> yeah no it was funny because i mean a campaign has always been you know a house of just some of the great 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 writers that go on and you know yeah. end up being editors everywhere not just in like trade publications but everywhere and trying that process was basically the way that they learned about the internet Right. <laughs> you know, creating that website. It was kind of a fascinating experience. But Miles, now you find yourself right on the cutting edge again here with AI. So tell me more about what you guys are doing at Myriad. So I think that the, the fundamentals are, as I just briefly kind of touched on, you know, it is becoming difficult to reach, reach audiences. So is there a way of reaching audiences um, whilst they're watching the actual programming that they have chosen to watch? And the answer is yes. There are a number of solutions around the world. But if you look in Korea, they put a put a, a box over the top. You know the peel downs. Also, it all interrupts you though. Mm-hmm. All the solutions that are out there in the wild interrupt yours and mine viewing pleasure. Whether that's a full interruptive mode as TV advertising is, or whether that's by adding something on top of what you're watching. Um, so actually it becomes a bit galling in that sense, and it continues to be difficult for the consumer experience. Mm-hmm. What we do is put the advertising or the brand into the content. Now that could be um, product, so classic product placement, but virtual product placement in a digital world, um, or a billboard. We can change the side of a plane. We can change the side of a, a bus or we can make a shop in a scene completely different to the shop that's there. So imagine if you're Nespresso, for instance, and you wanted to show your shop um, in the middle of a, sh- a middle of a show, we can just swap out whatever shops there and put Nespresso in. So it becomes um, that that branded um, way of reaching consumers that's very very different um, and unskippable. I mean, of course you can skip the program, but if you're watching the program, you're highly unlikely to. Um, you can't block it but we're not interrupting consumers. So every single time we research them, and we've done it 35 times now around the world, and whatever country you choose, about 90% of people say, yeah, we like it. Of course, because we're not interrupting their viewing pleasure. So this is hugely exciting um, and hugely exciting from a number of different 
um, you know, wow, reach. I love that. So essentially, it's it, with the digitization of all content and all video content and probably other forms of content, let's say video content for now, you're able to essentially find ways to add, bring in brands in various scenarios that essentially seem much more, I would say, natural, right? Authentic yeah. in some form yeah. or fashion. And is there anything that happens with the way Myriad does that, where you're able to track that, like track whether people register it, you know, when they see that? So, so not, not automatically at the moment. I mean, obviously okay. that's very important for us to move towards, but um, during, you know, conducting these 35 plus pieces of research with Kantar or Comscore or um, any other um, you know, well understood and respected company. Right. Um, you can see if there's a connection. Yeah. So you basically can ask them like, yeah, if they saw something that's spectacular. Yeah. I love that. I have always hoped that that would become a reality and the potential is just incredible. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more of, I mean, with a world where it seems like perhaps the economy in general is a little challenged globally right now, but the one area that doesn't seem to be very challenged is connected television and CTV. Do you guys work in the CTV space? Is that that, uh, you know, we, with, we, yeah. we work in all space. So, so you know, the beauty of what we do is, if you have a recorded piece of audiovisual content, we can work with it. Whether that's broadcast on main terrestrial linear TV, or whether that's distributed on any form of device, um, we have the ability to put it into the Myriad engine. The AI will analyze it. It'll suggest certain positions. Um, of course, it doesn't get it right all the time. Um, you know, there is there is a, a need there for some human interaction in case they put a, an ad on my face. Not not good. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but but fundamentally, you know, the majority of the job is done done with the with the engine. It pulls it. We, we it's what we call blue screening it. It comes up with suggestions all the way through this content, and that can be delivered anywhere. That can be delivered on TikTok. You know, right. sometimes when when influencers are, are, are filming, they're filming with their camera back to front. So the brand that's behind them, of course, is the wrong way around. Yeah. Which is a problem for brands. So we just flip it. We can just we can sort it out. So it doesn't matter where this audiovisual content is streamed, broadcast. We can right. work with it. That's incredible. So, I mean, you definitely could use it across short form content, video content like a TikTok or longer form pieces like a program that would be on a Hulu or a Netflix or HBO or YouTube, right? That which is spectacular. I would imagine this could also be utilized for image-based content as well. No? In, in, in what way? Well, I mean, analyzing photographs to see if there's an opportunity to maybe add something in an image in some form um, of fashion. We, yeah, probably not. It's, it's no? more, okay. more it has to be moving course. image. Okay, yeah. cool. So, so I mean, potentially, but that's not an application that we've looked at, um, to be honest, with you, because it's so. But if you've got a still image, it's just easy to on Photoshop to drop something in. So you wouldn't. I'm, need I'm probably a, like uh, mentioning one of my guilty pleasures over uh, <laughs> the last couple of months has been this uh, app. It's rolled out called GeoGuessr, which is a game, and it basically is like <laughs> Google Maps. And you have to kind of guess where it is in the world, you know, it's, I've never it's heard awesome. Of it. It's Brilliant. awesome. I'll try. Yeah. It. And you have to like guess, and it's, it's always like a country, like, 
you know, Uganda or Moldova or someplace you would never have any idea it was, but that's incredibly valuable. So tell me a little bit more about where you guys are in terms of development and rolling this out, how this marketplace is growing. So we've, we've, we've now to date run hundreds of campaigns. The U.S., is our biggest market. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, then, as you mentioned it yourself, China, we have a partnership with Tencent, run a lot of campaigns down there, and we're growing in Europe. You know, and as, as I mentioned before, you know, the, the, the fundamentals are that we work across so much um, different content. One of the latest campaigns in the States has been to work with the notorious B.I.G. on his 50th anniversary party. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a, a, a small more in the sense of short form video content around that um, that we work with we we placed lexus into that music video and you know wow. that that's the beauty of what we do it's 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 all about brands understanding that they have another avenue a new era in content advertising or a new era in advertising that uses in content you know because mm -hmm. it addresses so many of those issues that we we know about from ad avoidance ad skipping deprecation of the cookie is going to make you know traditional targeting um, opportunities redundant and yeah. if you listen, do you ever read bob hoffman as well who's yeah who's saying, he's going on and on and on about the biggest fraud in history you know that th this this is a, a technology that that circumnavigates all of that yeah i remember you know early days with product placement and i was always interested in product placement the challenge i think there was basically dealing with some of the technological issues that you guys can deal with today where you'd really need massive lead times to get product placement done correctly and the classic thing would be if you were working with a, an automotive brand they had fleets that they would drop into movies as we all remember quite well and then every once in a while you would see someone try to get a brand mentioned in a script but it was always it was never really thought fully through and it always seemed to be kind of almost serendipitous when it happened like very magical but people would talk about it in an incredible way but I think the beauty what I'm hearing with you guys is how this is one based on machine learning to go process and find the opportunities and then two how you can scale that I mean that's just so much more scalable than, than some of these other solutions, which is spectacular. Yeah, and you know, I think there's a, do you know what? I, I was talking talking to a colleague of mine the other day and not only that, because absolutely we ingest content, we can find seconds worth of, of positioning for a brand, mm -hmm. but also it just removes the environmental impact of having to move product around the world. You know, yeah. those days of having to send 15 minis to the film set of a certain film yeah you know of course if the if if you if the film is about driving of course but but if you just yeah. need them parked or they need to be there for whatever reason it is absolutely you know uh, when it comes to drink and, and beauty products and whatever it may be they haven't got to be sent around the world so there's yeah. a massive environmental play here as well where a company can go Wow. So we haven't got to send 15 tons of product. No, we can do it digitally. And yeah. that's, that's a magnificent um, story yeah, as well. That's, a, that's incredible. Well, let's change gears a little bit, Miles, and talk a little bit about the last couple of years. I mean, it's been a crazy moment for every company. Just yeah. be kind of curious for Myriad and how you've been working, how the pandemic has impacted and perhaps offered opportunities for you guys. 
Yeah, I mean, it has been tough. You know, everyone has a story. You know, it's one of those situations where we are um, now hybrid, as, as I'm sure a lot of companies are. It's been really tough for our Chinese team who have only just come out of their latest lockdown. So very, mm. very difficult. Um, we are spread around the world. We have a number of offices and, um, you know, collectively we've tried to come together to, to remain positive, but it's been tough on everybody. The opportunities within the, the business world, of course, you know, we've done everything we can to, to, to support. Um, there have been a number of, of campaigns running in some countries that needed help, um, help from a perspective of there wasn't enough um, resource uh, at, at certain companies to, to, to run the campaign. We stepped in because we can do it digitally, because we can do it um, because of our back office in terms of all of the activity, all of the creative is done in India. You know, we had lots of opportunity to offer help where, where needed. So certain campaigns um, that were, were not running as expected for traditional means, mm -hmm. we bolstered with digital means. So we certainly helped the day. We certainly supported. Um, it's, been, it's been a really, really tough time. But, you know, our technology has proven that, that it can work even in the most adverse times. And that, that's what's I mean, I think important. that what you said about from an environmental perspective certainly applied to when you suddenly don't have supply chains that work or can right. people can't get products to various places. Guess what? You don't have to. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean, the most the most challenging part, obviously, is 3D rendering. If you're going to take a picture of a car or even a can of soup. You've, you've yeah. got to, as the camera moves around the set, you, you've got to, and then and the shadows. So you, yeah, you still need some some pretty good creative, but yeah. as long as that can be supplied or, you know, one product can get to one place in the world and can be shot, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So look, let me ask you a question a little bit closer to home now, which is that uh, here we are in a year 2022, which is proving to be full of surprises. <laughs> but tell me more about what the back half of the year looks like for you guys. So we um, we recently um, bolstered the US team. So we're doing a tremendous amount in, in the US. Um, we have this, this um, focus and this challenge on um, actually creating, as you mentioned earlier on, scaling. You know, that ability to be able to, to look at certain positions in certain content for certain brands, you know, does that play well into a programmatic place? Absolutely. Can an agency then say, do you know what? I want to, to buy this, but on a, on a scale, uh, I know that brand can go into that content because we've analyzed it. That is a massive move for us, you know, working within the, in the programmatic ecosystem. Um, you know, there are massive challenges around the production houses who, you know, all feeling the squeeze. You know, certain right. certain um, major linear TV. You know, look, look what's happened with neighbors. You know, Channel Five say no more, and neighbors closes down because uh, okay, it was. I mean, a lot of people love it, but there was the audiences weren't there. But that mm. does show the fragility of some of the production spreadsheets that need income. And if you aren't going to get that through, now is there another way? Um, it's now a case of having to look at all the different ways of monetizing content, or or creating it, or supplying it. And that's what's really, really challenging. But you know, Miles, but, yeah. I apologize. I had no idea for people around the world. Neighbors is probably <laughs> one of the most famous shows 
of all time. You know, we have famous singers like Kylie Minogue that started their careers on that show. It's an Australian show. And I hate to admit it, I'm just finding out from you right now that it's not in Sorry. production anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a little bit of a moment right now, but that's shocking. Yeah. If you, if you can access a stream, the last, the last ever show with a lot of the old actors coming back is August in the UK. So I don't know whether or not you can access wow. it. Wow. Yeah, wow. but, the, but, but that's the that's the that's the fundamental problem. There are you know you had the big players when Amazon moved into the space um, with its huge purse, Netflix with its massive purse. Of course, they're creating content. They've got to feed the engine. So you know there, there's there's a, a massive amount of content being produced, mm -hmm. and the 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 level of revenue has not increased um, in line with that. So it's yeah. a bit of a fight out there, really. Um, this 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 year is proving that. Well, the interesting thing, though, is that you guys are right at the point where everyone needs to be in terms of getting their brands into this new digital content and finding a way to do it efficiently. Miles, if someone wanted to reach you and find out more about what you guys are working on at Myriad, where's the best place to find you? Well, uh, my <laughs> anywhere I've got touch points. So email, LinkedIn, my phone number, I can give it to you. I mean, we're, we're you know open to have chats. We have you know, I'd say I've got teams in the US, we've got um, owned and operated team in Paris, London, down in Shanghai. So we're open to conversations. So however you see fit. Um, Excellent. Well, Miles, thanks so much for being on Uncaged today. We've been speaking with Miles Lewis. He is the Chief Revenue Officer at Myriad, which is the leading in content advertising and established computer vision and AI powered platform company. They're doing really wonderful work in making brands, finding seamless ways to get brands into content in a very authentic way. And as far as I can see, with the world the way we're moving, Myriad is going to be critically important for everyone that's playing in that marketing and advertising and entertainment space. Miles, thanks so much for being on the show today and look forward to having you back. Thanks, Band. Appreciate it. And thanks to Canary. Fantastic. Cheers. Cheers.